0: Hi, this is Ann Robertson, the Executive Director of the Massachusetts Bible Society. Top of the morning to you, and uh, happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, the Spirit Walkers for today, however, has nothing at all to do with St. Patrick's or his day. It is taken from Micah chapter 6, verse 8. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. I'm reading a lot of business materials these days since my new role in leading a non has significant differences from the role of leading a parish. I read Business Week cover to cover every week and the Harvard Business Review every month. I have to say that most weeks I'm struck by how much of an anachronism the church is in most quarters. The mainline church, especially, has fallen so far behind the times that in some places it's actually become an interesting place to visit by the young They attend on Christmas Eve and Easter for some of the same reasons that people want to spend Thanksgiving at Plymouth Plantation, to experience a holiday in a bygone era, in many of our cases the era of the 50s. But every now and again I read something that reminds me that there are also areas where business is completely clueless, and musing about new ideas that the church has always taken for granted. I remember being struck by this years ago when I read a business article suggesting that new studies had shown that businesses were more profitable when they treated their employees well. Duh. The March 10 issue of Business Week gave me another such duh moment when I read a review of a book by 2006 Nobel Peace Prize winner and banker Mohammed Yunus called Creating a World Without Poverty, Social Business and the Future of Capitalism. Now, Eunice is writing about a new concept that he calls social business, that is, one designed mainly to accomplish a social goal. He cites a business in which his bank is a partner called Grameen Donone, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, it's D- G-R-A-M-E-E-N-D-O-N-O-N-E, that sells fortified yogurt for pennies a serving to malnourished children in Bangladesh. Quoting from Businessweek, The milk used to create the yogurt is produced on small farms, owned by poor people, and the products are distributed by members of the Grameen Bank Collective, so the project helps people in a variety of ways. The review states that the primary goal is, quote, to establish a new form of capitalism and inspire others to set up social businesses all around the world, end quote. Now let me say that I have nothing but applause for Eunice and this initiative. If I had any money, he would get it. What struck me, however, was first that such a venture should be described as new. It seems to me that back sort of in the proto-history of business ventures, people began to make and distribute products to further a social goal. You need horseshoes? Well, I can make some for you, and if you'll trade me some of the produce from your fields, you've got a deal. Now, maybe I'm naive but it seems like the notion of business for the sake of pure profit and no social utility at all is relatively recent. I was also struck in the review by some of the rhetorical questions and comments by the reviewer, Steve Hamm. He writes, Skeptical readers might call this a pipe dream. Who would invest without the prospect of a return? And where will the social business entrepreneurs come from? It's hard to imagine the concept really taking off, he says, although he does want to remain hopeful that Eunice can pull it off. Where will the social business entrepreneurs come from? I don't know, but I know that if they're not coming out of the church, then we deserve our sometimes status as bygone era museum. It astounds me to read the skepticism and new idea thoughts in such an article because it's so patently obvious to me that the Bible demands that God's people work for justice. But I have to ask why it isn't patently obvious to Steve Hamm. Why would he not mention the church as a place from which those social business entrepreneurs might come? Even if he's not a churchgoer himself, why wouldn't he think of that? Could it be that the church has lost, or at least muffled, its prophetic witness? Are we associated with something else these days? It's something to ponder. Will you pray with me? Give me your heart for justice, God of the poor, and show me how to change the world. Amen.